Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and happy birthday, Savannah. Yay, Yay. happy birthday to me. Yay. Well, as this is coming out, it's already been your birthday, but you know, we around here we get two birthday episodes. Yeah. And we did exactly. forget to mention it till the end of the last episode. So mm-hmm. sorry about mm-hmm. that. But happy birthday. Thank nonetheless. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just celebrated my birthday. Um, I did. I got to have like a little spa day. So Ooh. that was really fun. We love yeah. some relaxation. It was a little relaxing um, birthday. So, yep. Had a had a real good time. Um, that's what that's what you do when you get older. You that's just true. you don't want to have like a whole party. Mm-hmm. You just relax. No, yeah, for sure. So. I was really stressed on your birthday. I was at a wedding and I was in the wedding. So oh, oh my god, it was a high stress day for me. Yeah, I wish I was at the spa <laughs> relaxing. I know. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. We should have a relaxing, um, chill day together. So yeah, we you should. Can, you can relax too. True. We definitely should. We should. Um, okay, so also, um, I'm pretty sure last week, you mentioned that you were going to Utah, so... Yes. Oh, my that? God. Literally, the last week or so has been so busy, um, and honestly, the next few weeks are going to be busy for me, too. Like, it's just that time of year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I went to Utah on a little business trip. Um, we... Um, I mean, a lot of the time I was spending, you know, at this event that I was going there for, but then, um, part of the time I got to explore Salt Lake City a little bit and it was really fun. Um, it's a really cool, like it's a walkable city pretty much because like the sidewalks are so wide and it's just, I don't know. I was just like, so happy about it. (laughs) I love a walkable city. Yes. I know it's like I don't know because like a lot of the places around here like our our city our downtown here is kind of walkable but it could definitely have some improvements um this like when I was in Salt Lake City I literally did not need to get in a car the whole time except for to drive from the airport and like back to the airport that's amazing um yeah and we even went to dinner a few times like we just walked over to the to a restaurant to get dinner um that was definitely the top um like the, my favorite part of it yeah <laughs> um sure. and uh it it was just like the weather was nice it was yeah it was a great time um mm-hmm. would i go back M- maybe <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> was it pretty like it was it was really pretty it was really cool because um I didn't realize that Salt Lake City is sort of in a valley, I guess you could say, because there's mountains on either side. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, I think it was to the east and west, there's mountains, um, and they're really pretty. They're huge. I bet they um, are. Yeah. And flying over it, it's it's really pretty. Oh, I didn't think the, about that. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Amazing. I'll give the whole trip a solid, mm, we'll say 9 out of 10. Oh, we love that. Yep. What a good score. Amazing. Um, Let's see. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. Yes, please. Um, I don't really have any 
other intro topics. What about you, Savannah? Okay, well, um, I I don't think I have anything. We can, you know, if if I find something, can put it at the end. We'll exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm actually, um, I am going to mention I am pretty tired while we're, we're recording this right now. But I honestly, I feel like that just adds to the... Um, <laughs> The entertainment yeah. level. I would say I am also exhausted right now. Yes. As so. we honestly, both of us, as we get more exhausted, we get more entertaining. So it's, it it's a win win for us. <laughs> Maybe a win lose, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this week I have a really fun story that um, I didn't even know was like a thing. Mm hmm. Um, okay, so it's it's a local story, okay, and Ooh. it's in Old Salem. Ooh, yes, Yay. so um, I'll talk about Old Salem in a minute for those of you that don't know what this is, but the story, um, is called The Little Red Man. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, have you heard of The Little Red yes, Man? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I, I had not before, before, um this past weekend um so actually i went to an escape room Um, at old salem this weekend escape rooms are one of my favorite things yes it was so it was really fun and it was so random that they had it because like it like old salem doesn't really do that but they were just like it's just for halloween they're having a fun little escape room Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and it was centered around one of their famous ghosts, um, which is the Little Red Man, a.k.a. Um, Andreas Kremser. So once I heard this story, I, I was like, I knew I had to talk about it on the podcast because it's like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. local story, ghost. Of course. Um, okay. So let's take it back a little bit and talk about Old Salem. So... The city of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, it used to be, like, way back in the day, um, it was the cities of Winston and Salem, (laughs) you know? So they, and then eventually they came together Mm -hmm. to be one city, Winston-Salem. So anyways, Old Salem is, like, the oldest, um, you know, city in the area that, um, or town that was um it was founded in 1766 by moravian colonists and it was actually named salem from the hebrew shalom meaning peace which i didn't realize i didn't know that was a thing i had no idea i read that and i was like i mean even if that's not true that's like a cool fact i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm gonna believe it's true even if it's not yeah (laughs) (laughs) um So, yeah, and the city of Winston, um, just mention it here, it was founded in 1849 and was named in 1851 after a Revolutionary War hero, Major Joseph Winston. So, that, I mean, that's the last time I'll mention Winston in this uh, story, but I just thought I would, you know, because Winston-Salem. And they came together as one city in 1913, so... So anyways, um, back to the 1700s, um, 
Salem was founded as a religious community and the town was strictly controlled by the Moravian church and any members who were found to be like disobeying their rules would be exiled. Um, and I think this is common for a lot of the um, like colonial towns, right? In America? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've definitely heard of some in the Northeast that, you know, were the same, um, like Puritans and stuff. So, yes, um, eventually the town grew and the community sort of drift drifted away from their strict roots um, and went into more mainstream culture. And now we have Winston-Salem today and it's like not a strict Moravian city anymore, but... <laughs> You know, no, not at all. That, that's our roots, I guess. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, we do still have the Moravian stars every Christmas. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, Bethania, which is like a city right outside of Winston-Salem, is pretty much all Moravian. Yeah. I just yeah, drove by it, actually, recording, like, right before recording. Mm -hmm. And they all have the Moravian stars. Yeah, yep. I do like um, how Moravian culture is still sort of it's sort of like involved in winston-salem a little bit mm -hmm. because of those stars and then also the like cookies. yeah cookies um the moravian chicken pies mm -hmm. definitely <laughs> there's just you know a few random things here and there um but anyways uh um after um sorry i feel like i lost my place here it's okay oh, now i'm just hungry. actually no, I know. True. Um, so the main street of Salem is still here today. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so are some of the buildings. So they're they're like over 200 years old oh, at this point. What? Mm -hmm. um, and now it's referred to as Old Salem, like I said in the beginning. Oh, and the area, yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And it's an open air museum, which I guess that's the term for it i don't really mm -hmm. know how would you explain it it's like you know buildings yeah that i would say like it's like a like a a museum town yes kind of yeah it's like a so whole it's, town yeah, it's, preserved in history yeah kind of. but it's really just like one main street definitely but it's like a yeah. little tiny small town you know they have like all the goods like the post office the stores all that stuff yeah sure true, true true um so, yeah, people, um, also people who work there will dress up, they dress up as the, um, colonists. So they wear like their colonial outfits and while they're giving tours and stuff. Um, so that sort of like puts you into the, back into the history of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like you can buy tickets to tour the buildings and see how life was lived in the 18th and 19th century. And also, um, they have a bakery there that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Truly. So good. So that's a little, um, you know, uh, my little summary of Old Salem, and I'm urging people to go to it because it is kind of cool. But anyways, we're going to get into the legend of the little red man. So, Andreas Kremser, he was a resident of Salem in the 1700s, and he was a shoemaker. 
He was actually born in 1763 in Pennsylvania and arrived in Salem at 19 years old. And he, um, he lived in a building in Salem that was the single brother's house. Hmm. So this house was sort of like a, a dormitory of sorts, like just like a house that all of the single men in town lived at. Um, and there was like some real like young men, like young teenagers to like older men, like the age range was pretty wide. Um, and so he, he lived in this house and the Moravians actually, they kept really good records. So we have really good detail of like, um, all of the, uh, just like the details of his life and everybody else's life in town. And I know, right. You can like look back and see all of the stuff. And they even like, they have record of all of the times he misbehaved and they were like basically trash talking him. <laughs> no way. That's so funny. <laughs> mhm. Cuz he changed jobs a lot because like he would start a job and not be good at it and they'd be like, "We need to assign you a new job because you <laughs> suck at this." So, that happened a few times. Um he was a chimney sweep and a cook. Um and then eventually like his main job was shoemaker so um he also helped with this project um at the single brother's house where they were like they were digging a basement um to the single brother's house and like like basically an um a new a new foundation to have more space in the house right so he was helping on this project and um he uh he was digging on March 25th of 1786 cuz you know they have they have really good records of all of this stuff so we know the exact date. Um so he was digging on that day uh with his um I guess I don't know what to call him. Just somebody else who lived in the house too. Uh, Joseph Dixon. They were working to dig this foundation. um, And everybody else had gone um, to... They had gone to like mass for the night, I believe. They were like going Mm -hmm. to church. And then they either stayed behind or came back afterwards. And so they were digging and the soil fell on them. Oh. And they got trapped in like in the dirt interesting yeah um very scary actually that is not good that is not good at all so basically they're in this hole in the ground um trapped and andreas kremser he got buried up to the top of his head like he's totally buried no 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 yeah no no um and his friend Joseph Dixon, they, uh, he was only, um, buried up to, like, his chest. So he was fine. Like, he got out and was, like, recovered pretty quickly because, you know, nothing really happened to him. Yeah. But then Kremser, like, he got out eventually. And he was still alive when they got him out. But then they put him, um, like, in the sick room, um, and were 
caring for him and i believe they even used like leeches and like Mm -hmm. were like bloodletting and stuff yeah and unfortunately he died no that's so tragic it is and i want to believe like i want to think about like would he have lived if they didn't do all of the the weird um colonial medicine practices you know that's sad if they just like left him but i mean breathing in dirt is probably not good no definitely not yeah so yeah unfortunately kremser died um and he was 33 years old at this time so very unfortunate so that um ever since that night the sound of a shoemaker's hammer has been heard throughout the house the tap tap tapping um and every time they heard a noise they would say that's brother kremser (laughs) and that's creepy on its own extremely are we kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and years later this house the single brother's house it became a home for widows of the community right Mm -hmm. so um during this time a little girl she went to visit her grandmother and she saw a little man with a red cap on and she said that this man was begging her to come see him Mm-mm. and no one believed her um and somebody eventually realized like this must be Kremser because he had a red hat on when he was buried in the in the dirt wow mhm so the story of the little man with the red cap became the story of the little red man. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was like maybe because the the red soil of North Carolina, but no. True. I it's just um I guess hat. he wore a red hat. Hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh. Even the uh the people who work at Old Salem now uh they still hear Kremser to this day. I want to go. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so there was a... There's a little video that I watched, um, and one of the employees, she went through all of the things that um, she has gone through and, like, heard in this house, oh. like, working at this house. No yeah. way. So there's a few things I'm going to list here. Um, she has heard somebody calling her name when nobody was there. Mm-mm. yeah and she would like fully believe like she had just started a job and she was like i'm over here i'm over here and then she realized she's like nobody else is in the building um yeah so that's scary yeah I hate that <laughs> and then another time she was about to give a tour to um like a class um uh, and and the teacher was there as well and uh they heard stomping down the stairs when nobody else was there and like you know nobody nobody had gone down the stairs but they heard stomping Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. and the teacher looked over at her and was like gave a weird look and she just had to pretend she's like everything's fine and just went on with the tour and ignored it wow wow (laughs) professional right there Cause like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I run would away. Not be doing that. Um, 
And another time, somebody poked her in the back while she was giving a tour. And she Ew. turned around, and of course, no one's there. What? That, that really creeps me out. It does. Like, I know. You don't have to be going around touching people. Right. Like, like saying her name, that's different. I mean, that's still creepy. That's still It's all creepy. <laughs> Um, and so after all of this, um, she said that now whenever she goes to this building, she will yell, I'm here, I'm here. I got work to do. Don't bother me. And then she goes into the building and after that, nobody really bothers her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm glad that she found something that works for her. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah. I mean, honestly, if if ever I have an encounter with a ghost, like, daily, I'll, I would have to do something like that, too. Oh. Like, either make friends Same. with it or, yeah. you know, tell it to go away. Yeah, you have to. Exactly. So, um, as I said in the beginning, I was there in this building where Kremser died. Like, literally, I'm pretty sure it's, like, at the spot where he Okay, you know what's crazy <laughs> For some reason, I didn't connect that to that you were actually in that house. Yes, I was there. Because, like, and I was in the part that he was digging wow. while he died. Yeah. Wow. Or, you know, before he died. hmm I mean, because it was obviously finished at this point, but. Yeah, of still. course. Um, yeah. So, that's, that's the room where they had this escape room. Wow. Is in that room. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It is really cool. I took some pictures. I'm gonna post them. Um, mm-hmm. It looks really cool because it was like all lit by candlelight. Oh, yeah, like real candles. Um, and there was like fire no. Hazards. What did you say? I said fire hazards. <laughs> oh, honestly, true. Because there was also fire in the fireplace too. Oh, see that just scares me a little bit. <laughs> I know. Um, at first, I was like, wait. They're just going to, like, leave this here like that. <laughs> right. Because um, we had, like, walked into the bu- into the um, building and nobody else, I don't think anybody else was in there. And it was just, like, the fire had already been on. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Mm. But, I mean, I guess these buildings have been around for hundreds of years and it's yeah, been fine. So. that's very true. There's always been a fire in there, too, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, it was really cool. Um, took some pictures. Um and yeah so we basically like had to do some puzzles to find find our way out of this room mm-hmm. um did you yeah 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 we ended up solving the puzzle um and i did actually hear some hammering i was going to ask yeah i'm not sure if it was like really the ghost or if it was just people who were you know working this uh, trying to freak us out. Mm-hmm. True. Very <laughs> Could true. have been either one, but I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Could have been him. Interesting. Did anybody else hear the knocking? Or I mean the hammering? Um, I don't know. I was sort of like, there was like two rooms that we were in mm-hmm. um, connected by like a door. And I was like in the room by myself. And I was like. <gasps> oh, interesting. So, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Scary. Could have been real. Mm-hmm. Could have been the little red man. Yeah. So so yeah, that is the story of the little red man. Um, wow. So you had said you 
you heard this story before? Well, no, I just, I never heard the story. I just heard of the little red man being somebody who haunts Old Salem. Okay. Because I have friends that went to Old Salem, so they were just telling me some ghost stories before. I see, I see. I I have seen on the, um, the website for Old Salem that they, um, they talk about this story to some, um, like, kids in, uh, grade school. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was like, did you learn it there when you were in school? Yeah, you know, I did go with school a lot, so maybe, but yeah. I know that I've learned it from my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um, that is the story. Well, I love that. I love that a lot, and now I want to go and see if I hear the hammer. I know, I know. We need to, um, uh, the only way we can get in, we have to pay for our tour. Yeah, that's right. We can in, do the tour because but... I'm trying to also go back to the bakery. Yes, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, it was also really cool because there's not a lot of times where you can go to these buildings at night. Right, you know? right. Yeah, and this was at night, so mm. it was perfect and scary. And <laughs> Yeah, but are they going to so... do it again? Because I want to go. I see... They, I need to look it up because I know they were doing it like three nights last weekend. I don't know if they're doing it again this weekend, you know, before mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a fun little thing for you to do. You'd have to get a group together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If I good. see like I can't go again because I would know all the all the tricks. Yeah. But... Yeah, that would be lame. <laughs> Very lame to do it again. Well. I'll have to look into it. Because now I want to know. And I want to go in there. But anyways, mm-hmm. I guess moving along to my story for this week. Um, I have The Legend of Screaming Jenny. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I had never heard of this one before. But very interesting, I'll tell you that. So this week, it's we're, take, we're taking a trip to, once again, West Virginia. <laughs> okay of course i know there's a lot going on in west virginia honestly way more than i thought yeah i mean honestly it makes a lot of sense to me because west virginia is a lot of like open space that's true (laughs) and like in the middle like people in the middle of nowhere and you know that's where the best legends are made that's very true very very true Well, specifically, we're going to be going to Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, this week. Okay. Okay. And so there's not really a lot of setup, so we're just going to kind of jump right on into it. So, there was once this young girl. Her name was Jenny. And everybody in town described her as this, like, very, like, kind-hearted woman who was always, like, willing to help somebody whenever they needed it. Basically, like, the give the shirt right off her back type of person, which we love. And love that. Yeah. What a sweetie. And her background honestly hasn't been able to be found very easily. And she didn't have any family. And she didn't really have friends, even though she was really nice. So. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I know. It's really sad. And so even sad enough, she was said to be, like, alone her whole entire life. (gasps) What? I know. I know. It's really awful. And so in this small town, it sits... Like, the town itself sits alongside the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad. And beside the railroad, there are these storage sheds that the homeless would live in. And so Jenny actually lived in one of them back in 1833. And 
so one night, Jenny, by herself, because remember, she doesn't have any friends or family. Um, she is just like in her shed and she's sitting by a fire eating some soup that she had made when all of a sudden a spark flew up from the fire and it landed on her skirt and it set her completely on fire. Okay, that is really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, actually, okay. my worst fear. And see, now I know why you brought up the fire hazard yeah. in my story. Yeah, exactly. And let me tell you, as a little side story to this story, about a fire hazard that happened over the weekend at the wedding that I was at. Oh, no. So, I was oh, a bridesmaid, no. and I didn't have, like, a cute enough, like, jacket or anything to put over my dress, so I just decided to freeze instead. <laughs> I me mean, and Dina, both. Honestly, fashion is pain. So exactly, exactly. Be- beauty is pain. Absolutely true. So there was a fire going on, and it was like a little bit away from the dance floor. So me and Dina were sitting in chairs right beside the fire, trying to get warm. And all of a sudden, it like pops, and absolutely, like I don't know what was inside of there, but it exploded, like in our faces. Oh my god! It was. The scariest thing, it made the loudest noise. We were, I was deafened for a hot minute in my right ear because that's how loud it was and how and close that we were. bad? It was. Like, people ran over, like, the, like, the venue workers. They, like, ran over. They're like, oh, my gosh, this has never happened before. I'm like, I don't believe you. But, <laughs> yeah, it was really crazy. We were okay. But now I'm reading the story again. And I'm like, we could have easily caught on fire. Easily. So. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like the exact same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, <laughs> that makes me sick. Jeez. It was horrifying, but you know, we're okay. But Jenny, you know, back to her being on fire. She was obviously panicking, as you can imagine, because I would be too. But she was she decided that her best bet was to run to the train station in hopes that somebody would hear her and help her. Because she was literally right across like a good 20 steps away from it. She was very close to it. So, she had at this point been on fire for like a minute and she was running screaming as loud as she could because she was in pain um but she was running to the train station unfortunately it was so late in the evening that nobody was at the train station um so you know she's getting weaker and weaker and her run was like turning into a walk and that caused her to accidentally stumble on the two the train tracks and unfortunately, just at that time, a train had been passing. Oh, and no. yeah, the the engineer who was like operating the train quotes that he saw a ball of fire on the tracks and tried to stop, but there was no time to fully stop. And tragically, she was killed by the train on fire. Oh, no. That's horrible. Yeah. Like the worst thing you could have possibly ever heard in your life, honestly. Okay, so... Sorry, but what year, what year did you say this was? 1833. See, when did, like, stop, drop, and roll become such a big thing? Because I feel like everybody knows it now, but did people really not know back then that that's how you would get fire off of you? (laughs) I would really bet no. Not in 1833. Wait, I'm looking it up. Stop, drop, roll. Invented. I feel like that was a big campaign, like even when we were little, you know. Dude, it was invented in the 1970s. See, yeah, she had no okay. idea. She didn't know. Oh, that's so sad. Because I was like, why would she run? 
yeah away but people i mean people don't know i guess i don't yeah they didn't not then you start freaking out i mean if you're on fire yeah. like i think you're I'm just like freaking out yeah. yeah there's no thoughts in my head other than i'm literally on fire exactly <laughs> exactly um i mean now knowing stop drop and roll like that's obviously just like the first thing that comes to your mind but definitely i'm glad that that was such a big campaign like now um, we know yeah same <laughs> same like if you had caught on fire you would have been fine yeah i would have been fine because i would have stopped dropped and rolled down that exactly big hill. exactly <laughs> yeah so anyways they sent a crew in to recover her body and they did and they ended up burying her body in an unmarked grave near the local church um, and they did this because everybody in town, they knew who she was and they were like, she doesn't have any friends and family, so we need to do this. So it was at least sweet that the town did that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For her. Um, but not long after this tragic accident, a family moved into Jenny's shed and even more sad, um, Jenny was quickly forgotten by the people in Harper's Ferry and about a month after the accident, a train was going down the same track. And the conductor says that he saw what appeared to be a person on fire. So he slammed on the brakes. Um, obviously, he stopped the train, got out, looked around, sent, like called in crews, and they were all shocked to find absolutely no one. Anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Nowhere. No one? Mm-mm. No, no nothing. And so he reported it to the station master. And soon after, the conductor had actually heard from somebody in town um, what had happened to Jenny and he was positive. He was like, no, that's who I saw. Like it had to be her ghost. And so ever since this first sighting of Jenny, people have allegedly also heard a young woman screaming in the train station when nobody seems to be screaming around. And yeah, um, not only that though. So that kind of happens all year round, the screaming. And sometimes people will see a ball of fire. But every single year on the day that Jenny passed, people claim to see a burning lady um, screaming in agony, like specifically on the day. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that one is kind of like how we talk about, like, maybe it's a residual haunting, like, since it's on the day every year, you know? Yeah. Like, where it's just, yeah, like a moment in time, like, stuck on repeat or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's sad. Um, but, so let's see here. Um, engineers and conductors from, like, nearby towns, they actually refuse to take any jobs that have anything to do with going through that train station because they all know about Screaming Jenny, and they re- they're like, we don't want to see her, we don't want to do any of that. So they will, like, change their paths or whatever, which is crazy. I mean, I would, too. I'd be like, mm-mm. No, no, no. Because yeah, even if you don't know, if you think that you're about to run over somebody who's on fire. Right. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's just absolutely horrible. Um, but anyway, people are actually kind of hesitant in believing this legend fully. Um, some people think it's just simply a story and that people, like have seen a woman on fire, like, even before Jenny. Like, they're just, like, these wild claims, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just don't know. I, there, like, Jenny was a real person, and there are records that prove that she actually did die on the track. So, like, I, I believe it. You know, I don't know. Possible. It was very yeah, tragic, I mean, so 
I just feel like, why would somebody make this up? Like, this is not funny, you know? Right. And, like, we hope that she's not stuck there or whatever, but. So, when is the anniversary? Like, when is, do you have the date or? Hmm. Did I write that down? (laughs) Um, Or just time of year? I don't know. Hmm. You know, I did not write that down. And that (laughs) might be a sign of maybe I was slacking or maybe that makes the legend a little bit less believable since they didn't give it to me. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, that is the legend of Screaming Jenny. Oh my gosh. I... That was just really sad, honestly. It is, yeah. Like, oh. and it's just like I just keep thinking of the importance of knowing stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> no, seriously, like it could really actually save your life. Yes. Oh my gosh. And like that sounds so stupid. Like I remember in school being like, "This is so obvious." Right, and, and it's it's not obvious though. <laughs> no, no, it's really not. No, because even me, like I would think like throwing water on a fire, but like if it's an oil fire that's only gonna make it worse yeah so you yep. gotta smother it mm-hmm. mm. if we learned one thing today here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> stop drop and roll exactly that is the one lesson here yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh and don't um don't dig in a hole where the no. the soil is loose and <laughs> no. will fall on you <laughs> yeah maybe just don't dig a hole you know yeah, they that say too. that there. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't want to be buried alive. No, That's, definitely not. Both of these people, I just realized, like, died really horrendous deaths. Right, right. Like, some of my worst fears, like, buried alive and on fire and ran over by a train. I, right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's so bad. Yes. <laughs> like, the worst of the worst. Wow, see, our stories always connect in some way or another, Savannah. I know, right? Always. Yeah. But... Anyways, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. And definitely make sure to check out our Instagram to see pictures, especially Savannah's real pictures from I know. The actual house I'm excited to to see. I got to be a photographer this week, you know? We love that. Love that a lot. But um yeah, that's really all that I have for you guys this week. Happy birthday, Savannah, once again. Thank you. Of course. But that's all I have. What about you, Savannah? I think we can end it there. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.